welcome to another episode of the Prodigy Show. Thanks all of you for all your comments and love in over the last few weeks. The Prodigy Show. Now, some of you have asked us what does it really mean when we say Prodigy? Uh, what does it mean when we say a Prodigy baby? Why do we call our program the Prodigy Show? And also some of you have asked us are we trying to put pressure on our babies to perform, to show us, to demonstrate to us their abilities? Are we trying to create expectations for them? Now, all of you guys who have already taken our programs have been through any of our courses or interacted with us. You guys already know, right? There is absolutely no pressure in the program. It's completely, completely fun and a time for the parent and the baby to bond together, right? So it's for them to come together, to be, uh, uh, to have fun together, as well as it's a time for bonding, right? But let me address that issue. Let me address why we call it the Prodigy Show, why we call it the Prodigy Baby, and what we try to do, what is our philosophy at Raising Superstars. So you guys already know, right? All babies are born with miraculous abilities, infinite abilities, but these abilities do not stay forever. They are unconscious, they're sleeping, they're hidden. They need to be awakened, okay? They need to be ignited. And they need to be ignited before the baby becomes too old, before the age of around two years, right? And that is why at Raising Superstars, we have a very strong bias towards action takers. We want parents to take action before it's too late. Let me give you an example. So I have a friend who always around the first week of the year, right, takes a new year resolution that he will work on his health and fitness. What does he do? He goes and joins the gym. He joins the gym but doesn't attend the gym throughout the year. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? He doesn't attend the gym but the next year is the same story. No problem, I didn't attend the gym last year. I can do it this year again. But for your baby, it is not the same because as your baby grows older, the window of opportunity to awaken their abilities, to discover their hidden potential is fast fading away, right? It can only happen while your baby is still very young, up to about two to three years of age. And after that, it becomes more and more and more difficult to do so. It's not like my friend's gym membership which if he did attend the first year, he can always go back to the next year, right? So at Raising Superstars, we have a very strong bias towards action takers. What we want to do is we want to literally take the parents, shake them up and tell them, make them aware of their baby's hidden abilities, of the fact that these abilities do not last forever. And that is why we want them to take action. It's only five minutes a day that we ask, right? We only ask parents to take action for five minutes a day, but we need them to take action today. Now, I'll tell you another story. You guys know about that frog in the water, right? So there's a frog who is placed inside the water. The water is warm, uh, comfortable temperature now. What you do is you slowly start turning on the heat and making the water to start to boil, right? So the water's temperature is slowly rising, but the frog chooses to stay inside the water because he sees it as a very small incremental change in the water's temperature. The frog doesn't realize 
and the water just goes on increasing in temperature and becomes hotter and hotter and hotter until it starts boiling. But the frog is still inside the water, does not jump out and as the water becomes very very hot, the frog eventually dies. Now, conversely, what you do is you take a frog and you directly submerge it into boiling water, right? What does the frog do? The frog immediately leaps forward and comes out of the boiling water because the frog is shaking. The frog is shaking from the suddenness of going from room temperature to a pot of boiling water, right? The change is not incremental, the change is not gradual, it is sudden. And that is why the frog takes action. So that is what we do at Raising Superstars. We want parents to understand how critical it is for them to take action with their babies while they are very young. And that is why what we want to do is we want to shake them up, so to speak, not literally, so to speak, shake them up to understand why it is urgent for them to take action with their babies today. No matter how old their baby is, they need to take action today because every passing day, the, the window of opportunity for their babies is fast closing on them, right? So yeah, so that's how we do it. There is no pressure in the program, right? There is no pressure in uh, for the parent, for the baby. We don't want to put any pressure on any of our children. We want that anything that we do as parents with our babies has to be absolutely fun, enjoyable, and guess what? We've said it before and I'll say it again. Do you really think that it's possible to force your baby to do anything that they don't want to do? It's impossible, right? It's impossible to force your baby to do anything that they don't want to do, right? If you force them to do something that they don't want to do, what will they what will your baby do? They will they will start hitting you, they start crying, they start yelling, they start crawling, walking away, they will start getting distracted but they will not do anything that they don't want to do. Unlike an older child, right? An older boy or a girl, if you force them to study, they might they might do it for, for maybe a future reward, for an ice cream, for being allowed to go out to play. But a baby, a baby will not do anything just because you want them to do anything, right? They do things only that they absolutely enjoy and love doing. So everything that we do in our program, for five minutes a day, it's things that babies absolutely love. They crave, they crave and they look forward to those five minutes because it's a time when parents come together with their baby and bond with their baby in meaningful ways, interact with their baby and give sole attention to their baby for that five minutes and your baby looks forward to it, believe it or not, looks forward to it the entire day for that five minutes that you're going to give with your gift to your baby and at the same time you will help your baby develop and awaken their unconscious abilities and hidden potential so so with that let me get on to the next segment of our prodigy show where we'll be asking and answering some of the questions that you guys have been sending us and also we will be interviewing one of our super parents of the week i'll also give you lots of tips and tricks Please do not forget to hit the like button and subscribe and hit the bell button as well. Subscribe to our channel if you would like to get notified about all of our videos whenever they come up. If you are interested in any of our programs, we will post to the link below in the description. Make sure to check it out. And if you haven't done one of our programs already, if you have a baby 
who is less than two years old, then make sure to sign up for our programs. And uh, it's only five minutes a day for, of effort for you and your baby, and it comes with full money back guarantee. Okay, now let's move on to our next segment. So the first question is, how do I teach music to my little one? So as you guys already know, babies love music, right? All babies enjoy rhymes, music, music in any form. It's just fun times to them, right? Uh, so you don't really have to teach music as such because babies anyway enjoy music in all forms. However, did you know that there are certain musical skills that can only be developed while your baby is less than two years of age? So things like the ability of perfect pitch, right? What is perfect pitch? Perfect pitch is when you hear a note played on any musical instrument, you hear it and just by the power of your ear, you are able to identify which note was it was played, right? So whether it was the C note or the D note or any other note. That's the ability of the perfect pitch and that can only be developed while your baby or while any other person is less than two years of age. So even trained musicians, they do not have the ability of the perfect pitch. They usually have the ability of relative pitch where they can identify two notes and then say which one is higher or which one is. So if they know one note of C, then they can identify the other note uh, relative to that one note, right? So they have the ability of relative pitch, but not perfect pitch. So what we want to do is we want to try and introduce musical concepts where it will be easier for your baby to learn. So things like pitch, things like beat, rhythm, uh, intervals, chords, all of these things are so easy while your baby is little for them to grasp it, for them to become aware of it and learn it. And of course, because babies love music in all forms, they will also enjoy learning all of these concepts. So our recommendation when you teach music to your baby is to not just focus on the entertainment value, which is just having fun, but also start thinking about how to teach chords, pitch, scales, intervals, uh, beat, rhythm, all of these things because your baby will grasp it very quickly and these abilities will then become ingrained in your baby and it will stay with them for life and they will be able to enjoy all of the benefits of music and musical instruments as they grow older. The next question that we have is around intelligence. It says that what is intelligence and how does it apply for a baby? Let's look at this objectively. So intelligence essentially has three components, three basic components, right? One is languages, the second is memory, and the third is logic, okay? Let me tell you all about the three components of intelligence. So when we talk about language, language is actually a superbly complex skill for any person to have, right? You basically, what you're doing is you're taking some squiggly lines on a piece of paper, you're making sense of it, you're remembering all the sentences that came before it. So all the squiggly lines that came before the one that you are focusing on, you're retaining them in memory, you're processing all of it, and you're making sense of it, right? And all of those squiggly lines can actually have the power to drive emotions in you. So it can make you feel happy, sad, embarrassed, angry, anything, right? Depending on what you're reading. So just think about it. How complex of a skill it is to be able to make sense of just some squiggly lines on a piece of paper and be able to transform your entire body and mind through emotions. 
Now, if you look at any, if you read any foreign language, a language that you, a script that you don't know, right? You cannot comprehend what it is. But to be able to read your native language, it must be an amazing ability to have that, right? So the first uh, component of intelligence is language and the ability to master language. And that is why if you see any kind of competitive exams or college admissions, workplace communication, everything that we do, language is superbly important, but we take it for granted most of the time. So that's number one, languages. The second component is memory. Memory has a direct connection, direct correlation with IQ and intelligence, right? So the more you are able to remember, the more you are able to process, the more you are deemed intelligent in today's world. A good memory helps us take everyday decisions. A good memory helps us uh, to solve problems. A good memory also helps us to, uh, to carry out our daily lives as well as hold smart conversations, be more social, just have that sense of intelligence and leadership as well, right? So the good memory is the second component of intelligence, which we also must focus on. The third component of intelligence is logic. Logic is more fact-based and it is also experience-based. For example, a construction worker might use logic in a different way than what a mathematician or a physicist would use, right? So a construction worker might be uh, more concerned with how the bricks have to be laid, how the hammer has to come onto the brick, that kind of thing. And that also requires some amount of logic. While a mathematician would seek to use logic to solve mathematical problems. However, all the logic in the world actually fundamentally comes down to 10 foundation stones of logic that we cover in Raising Superstars. So what are these? These are things like size, logic of size, logic of quantity, logic of time, logic of space, etc, etc. And there are 10 of these concepts, but logic forms one of the three pillars or the three components of intelligence. And when we talk about intelligence for our babies, we want to stimulate these three things in our babies. Languages, memory and logic. And of course, at Raising Superstars, we cover all of these three things. If you're interested, you can always sign up for one of our programs where we will tell you more about this in detail. This question is from the father of a newborn baby boy and he says that he would love for his son to be really good in sports especially because he himself wasn't so good. Now, let me tell you how athleticism is developed in babies at Raising Superstars. So at Raising Superstars, athleticism, the ability, the physical abilities is divided into four things, okay? Strength, stamina, stability, and skill, okay? So in athleticism, we teach all the four attributes of strength, stamina, stability, and skills. And what we try to do is we try to accelerate our baby's developmental milestones in physical abilities but in the most natural way possible, right? So we don't do anything unnatural. We just encourage our babies, give them the confidence and it's up for up to our baby, up to our babies to show and demonstrate all of the miracle abilities that they have. So what are the things that we have seen? We've seen babies start crawling at about two and a half to three months of age. We've seen babies start walking at about eight and a half months of age. Babies starting to run, babies starting to jump. All of those things, doing forward rolls, side rolls, all kinds of crazy things. But of course, you want to know what is the advantage and benefit if your baby starts to do all of these things early. 
Now the benefit is that when your baby starts to walk at about eight and a half, nine months of age, right? The average baby, the normal age for a baby to start walking is about 12 months. So by the time your baby is 12 months of age, he is already running, right? Now, as your baby grows older and older, they will be achieving their physical milestones faster than the usual and therefore they will have more uh, flexibility, more uh, stamina, more strength, more skills for the sports abilities and they will be on a higher curve throughout their life for sports. We all know that those few people in our lives, our friends, maybe our family who are always good in sport, right? They've been good in sport throughout their lives, right? From their childhood, through their teenage years, through adulthood, right? It's not like they suddenly become good in sport. The reason is because they have developed their physical abilities while they were a little kid and those abilities stay with them throughout their life, right? So that's what we want to do, but of course, nothing and unnatural we do not want to put any sort of pressure or force our babies to do anything that is not natural okay what we do is we only give them the confidence and the opportunity to be able to achieve their physical milestones by giving them lots of practice but we don't force them to do anything and we do not put any pressure on our babies super super important okay guys if you want to of course learn more Please sign up for one of our programs, the link will be below in this video. So I hope that helped. That was the answer to how to develop physical abilities or the ability of athleticism in your baby. I hope it's useful for you guys. Hi guys, today we have Dr. Sandhya joining us from Hyderabad. She is uh, the mother of a beautiful 13-month-old daughter whose name is Heer. Welcome Dr. Sandhya to The Prodigy Show. Thank you so much for giving us the time and uh, we are so delighted to have you. Thanks for joining us. Hi. <laughs> so, uh, Dr. Sandhya, we want to know how it has been for you for the last 13 months, uh, especially with the lockdown, juggling uh, your uh, uh, dentistry practice as well as raising a daughter at the same time. Is it been easy? Is it been hard? Is it just been fun and games or are you having challenges going through it all? Yeah, yeah, the last one is actually working the challenges because uh, it's a first time mother food for me. The other thing like due to the lockdown and obviously I was on a maternity leave. I'm still continuing the maternity leave due to COVID. So uh, yeah, it's been very hard. First time parenting, we don't have any idea. There are hundreds of people to just guide you so many things, but nothing yeah. works. Actually, it's individual learning. So it's always, uh, what to say, a self journey. <laughs> yeah. And what are, how do you keep yourself, uh, how, do, how do you keep your daughter occupied and uh, um, make sure that she is, uh, she's moving in the right direction, she's, uh, she's happy, she is enjoying and also learning at the same time. What are the things that you have been doing? What are her favorite things to do? From the prodigy system, or like uh, anyways, any on all what other things. You, whatever you want to share for the rest of the parents who might be watching the show. See, uh, until six months, the babies are very small. So, and especially I, I didn't across. I came across your program. Definitely, I was craving for getting something good for her. So, whatever from my knowledge, I knew I tried for her, but the things don't work so much. So that's why I was confused. Like I know so many things have to be 
done for the babies because this is the time when they develop they are fastly developing so when she turned 7 and i came to hyderabad back uh, from my hometown so i came across your program uh, the first show of 5 days i guess that's a whatsapp uh, program it's an introductory program of yours so i i found it very interesting the other thing they uh, the, your program stresses on the first two years of baby's development and actually that is how the brain functions for the babies that is the fastest learning period for them so yeah and then i uh, proceeded for the 21 days program of yours where i came across so many activities which were streamlined weekly yeah and uh, Huh, that helped me to just uh, streamline all the activities, what I can do for the babies. It included so many things, music and uh, learning, definitely the knowledge booster cards. Then uh, uh, you have given all the auditory files also, where we can expose them to the auditory music. And so what I found my daughter is too much like uh, now she is very fond of dance, music, and uh, in 13 months, so the first year, right, the baby, uh, they are born really small and then they slowly start becoming bigger. So there are a lot yeah. of milestones that a baby goes through. What Definitely. has been your, like the most memorable or um, miraculous moment or something that blew your mind when your baby did for the first time? What's that milestone if, if you have something like that that you can share? See, definitely for us, every milestone is yes. uh, exciting. So Correct. actually, because we are, we are seeing everything for the first time. Right. Um, actually speaking, I was never fond of babies. I was <laughs> okay. practicing dentistry. I used to hate when kids used to enter the hospital and I used to hate my periodontist also. I used to ask her to take the cabin and close the door. I shouldn't be able to hear those sounds and all. Okay. But now when we see our kids growing and doing all this fun and everything, it's like definitely the first time she uh, uh, started uh, blabbering, the first time she told mama she was seven months when she uh, spoke the word. So definitely that was very exciting. Yeah. Definitely your team is working uh, very good. And it's, it's actually for the parents, definitely I would uh, recommend every every single parent to... Uh, attend the program at least and like don't doubt you shouldn't be doubting neither on the uh, people who are running the program or your kid see there is nothing on testing the team also they are doing their best and it's actually so much of research and so much of work which goes on getting one system like a parent can't cover all the areas neither the school can cover if they cover also they will not be assessing the uh, child individually it is the parent who is going to see the results when you come across this program thank you so much thank you uh, so much for joining thanks for all of those kind words and um, yeah, you, your team deserves that so that's a good thing thank you so yeah. much i wish you all the best for here for for your husband and your family members who are um, um yeah down with covid right now but Wish you all the best, take care and lots of happiness, lots of luck to all of you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much Raghav. Nice to talk to you. Too. Nice to talk Bye. to you also. Take care. Bye. So that was Dr. Sandhya joining us and sharing her parenting journey on the Prodigy show. Let's move on to the next segment. 
So here are my six tips of the week for you and your baby. Tip number one, start teaching your baby math early. Why is it you ask? Math is a language of its own, right? Just like you learn English, Hindi, Mandarin, Spanish, any other language, right? Math is a language of its own. And the earlier you start, the easier it becomes for your baby to learn it. Think about it. If we adults, if we start learning a new language, how hard can it be, right? It, it's really, really hard and it becomes very difficult to become fluent in any new language as we become older and older, right? The earlier you start, the easier it is. Math is a language which can actually scare most adults, right? We, are, we dread math, we hate it. We don't want to solve any kind of mathematical problems, right? But the earlier we start, if we start early, it becomes our friend. We become so comfortable with it, it comes naturally to us. So my tip of the day, the number one tip of the day for this week is start teaching your baby math early on in life. Tip number two, be a role model to your baby. Now, this sounds obvious and fairly straightforward, right? But what do I really mean? What do I mean when I say be a role model to your baby. What I mean is, imbibe in yourself the same values that you would like your baby to have. For example, if you want your baby to always be truthful, then you should be truthful to your baby. That means, if your baby asks you for a chocolate, and if you don't want to give them chocolate, don't say that, oh, the chocolate got over, if they really haven't gotten over. Say something like, you've already had so many chocolates today, why don't we have an apple instead? Something like that, right? But do not lie to them. If you lie to them and you, if they start finding out these little, little lies, then they just believe that lying is okay and you are not being a good role model to your baby, right? So, imbibe all of the values that you want your baby to aspire towards and bring them in your own life so that you are a role model to your baby in the true sense they can look up to you and follow and mimic and mine all of the values that they think they find in their parents. Tip number three, we all want our babies to be independent, decisive and have leadership qualities, right? Give your baby the freedom of choice. Start this process of having them take independent decisions on their own right from a very early age. For example, in anything that you do, right? So your baby is uh, trying to uh, decide their own meals, they're trying to pick out their own clothes, what toys they want to play with, those kind of things. Give them the choice and respect their choice, right? So you cannot have your own favorite. So if you are giving them the choice of a red t-shirt or a blue t-shirt, right? If they pick the red one, you cannot be disappointed or happy that they pick the red one, right? So give them the choice and let them pick whatever they want and you should be okay with it because for your baby, it should feel like both choices are absolutely okay and there is no judgment, there is no right or wrong answer, but they are getting the independence to choose and make their own decisions. You can do the same thing for any kind of thing that they're doing, right? Which toy they want to play with, where they would like to go, what they would like to do, uh, anything, right? Make sure that the choice is 
simple and easy and it doesn't confuse them. So always start with only two options and not more than that, right? So two t-shirts, red and blue, uh, one apple, one banana, which fruit they want to have, things like that. Very simple, but let them choose and then go with their decision. Empower them to make their own free choice. My tip number four is stop testing your baby. Now, I know a lot of you might be thinking, oh, but I don't test my baby. Think about all of the times in the day that you're asking your baby a question to which you already know the answer, right? So you know the answer, but you just want to see whether your baby knows the answer. So you'll be like, hey, what is this called? Which color is this? Where is the ball? Where is the window? Where is your papa? Did you hear what uh, song we were playing? So all these questions, right? All these questions where your baby knows, you know that the answer is well known to all of you guys, right? But you're still asking the question because you want to know the answer from the baby. You would like to hear it from the baby because of course it's fun, it's joyous. We like it. We like it when our baby gives the correct answer, right? But all of these questions are actually testing your baby, right? Your baby knows that you know the answer to the question but you're still asking uh, him or her, right? And they don't like it. They don't like to be put on the spotlight. They don't like to be tested. And they don't like that you are asking them questions to which you already know the answer. So, stop testing your baby. We never test our babies, right? We give them opportunities to learn. We teach them a lot of things. But it's for our babies to learn or to ignore. We will not test whether they've learned it or not. It's up to them. If they want to demonstrate to us what they've learned, they will come forward themselves and let us know what are all of the new things that they're discovering in the world and learning in the world, right? So that's a tip. Do not test your baby. My next tip is allow your baby to find their own feet. What do I mean by this? What I mean is if your baby has just started to walk or maybe is uh, about to start walking and is pulling up to stand, let them do it on their own strength and balance. So do not give them your finger to hold, do not hold their hand and make them walk. They should be doing it on their own. Finding their own feet and finding their own balance is super, super important, right? If they are holding onto a couch, they are holding onto a chair, they are holding onto a table, they are holding onto a wall and walking, that is completely fine. But they should not hold your finger because the moment they hold your finger, subconsciously you are going to provide them the balance and prevent them from falling down, right? And they will take that much longer to become an independent walker. If they want to hold on to your body or onto your leg to be able to stand or to be able to try and walk, that is completely okay. But you should not give them your hand to hold because that will prevent them from finding their own balance, which is super, super important for them to become an independent walker and start walking confidently. My last tip of the day is treat your baby with respect. Now, you're thinking, my baby is so little, what kind of disrespect would I even show to him, right? What we mean is, your baby is an individual entity with his or her own feelings, own thoughts, own beliefs, and own emotions, right? Do not talk about your baby 
with some other adult while your baby is still in the room. Now, you might think that your baby is so little, they are not understanding anything, they, you, it's okay to talk about them with somebody else while they are still in the room, but it's not okay, right? They, are, they have their own understanding, they have their own feelings and it can actually reduce their confidence when you start talking about them with somebody else while they are still in the room, right? Think about what you would do for any other adult in the situation. If the person is in the room, would you talk about them with somebody else as if they are in third person and they are not present? You would not do that, right? So give your baby the same respect that you would give to any other adult. Empathize with their feelings, try and understand why they might be feeling cranky or frustrated, why they are yelling, why they are um, just sad. Empathize with their feelings, treat them with respect and treat them like an entity, like an individual with their own feelings, thoughts and emotions. So that's it guys, those are the tips of this week. Let us know in your comments what you thought, which tips you like the most, which questions you would like us to answer in future episodes. Do not forget to subscribe to our channel as well as hit the bell button for all notifications about any of our videos that come up. And of course, if you are interested in any of our programs, if you would like to like us to handhold you through your parenting journey, then click on the links below and sign up for any of our programs and we'd be happy to help you in your parenting journey. Wish you lots of luck, lots of happiness, all the best. Take care guys and I will see you again very soon in another video. Thanks and take care. Bye.